sorry, that was a microphone test. My microphone my, uh, magically unplugged itself when I started recording, so I looked like an idiot saying words, and then Audacity didn't give me the blue waves saying that it, it was picking up noise, so I looked like a goober. Good morning, afternoon, evening, and welcome to the Royal Deluxe Podcast, a podcast about the Kansas City Royals by a guy who posts anime memes under the Royals' Twitter account in response to them losing. Do you think if we... Do you think the Royals' social media guys, like, look at the stuff we're writing? Do you think if we harass the Royals' Twitter account enough, they they will get mad, or whoever runs it will get mad and take it up to the front office themselves? Like, I can't handle this anymore. <laughs> I can't. Some weirdos on the internet are saying mean things to me. I can't say I can't work this job anymore. It's horrible. <laughs> that's how it feels to watch the Royals. So if that social media person is listening, understand that uh, we hold no ill intent towards you. You are just doing your job. It's unfortunate for anybody who has to be associated with the royals imagine being me and being like wow i'm gonna start a royals podcast this year because it's gonna be so much fun and then having to trap myself i trapped myself watching this team in this season in this year oh well i don't want to talk about the royals but we have to because I decided that this podcast is going to come out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So make sure you're subscribed or where, whatever, however you're listening to this. Thank you for listening, by the way. Subscribe. Don't miss any episodes because you won't hear me say silly, funny things. The Royals in the last two days have lost two games. They played the Cleveland Guardians. In Cleveland, they lost Monday's game 3-7, and then lost Tuesday's game 3-8. So they broke that, uh, it was it was going to be a four-game streak where they had lost, or no, not lost, where, where the final score was 7-3, whether the Royals won or not. However, this time, it was 8-3, so... Um, What's the opposite of progress? Because we 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 just made it worse. What's the opposite of progress? Congress. So, the Royals are now sixteen and thirty-two. They are now officially the worst team in baseball. Golf claps, everybody! Golf claps! We did it! We have the worst record in baseball. The Cincinnati Reds won yesterday. They are no longer the worst team. It officially belongs to the Royals exclusively. They are the rights holder to the worst record in MLB and close to the worst run differential. Somehow they don't have that. That goes to the Pirates. It's probably thanks to all those close scoring games that we had in April and some of the blown leads the bullpen have given up, like the 8-7 to games a while ago. So, what does it matter? Uh, but yeah, the Royals are now the worst team in baseball. So, c- great job to everybody uh, in this front office. Great job, J.J. Piccolo, saying that they're still in it. They're still competing. Great, great job to everybody for saying that they are competing and then losing to a team that 
waived their almost Cy Young winning pitcher. I mean, he didn't almost win a Cy Young. Wait, did Wade Miley didn't get Cy Young votes, I don't think. But he did throw a no hitter still, and he was an okay pitcher, and they just waived him. They just gave him up for nothing and then traded for Mike Minor. Man, we were dunking on him so hard for trading Mike Minor. And now look where that got us. Bruh. We're bad. Royals are bad. And they still want to say that everything is okay. Which I get it. It's kind of their jobs to make everything seem like it's okay. But it doesn't work anymore. It doesn't matter. You know, there's a, a sentiment that's been shared around. Both by, I think it was the Royals Weekly podcast who said it. And also David Lesky who said it. But the Royals front office, they just talk to the community. They talk to us like we're dumb and we don't know what's going on and things like that. And it's like, no, dude, we understand what's going on. We we know why. We, we Look, running a baseball team I don't think is an easy job. It's not an automatic thing. You're not guaranteed success even if you try, right? And I don't blame the Royals for trying some of the things that they have tried. But, man, we're not dumb enough to ignore the fact that, like, like, like they, they, I don't know, I don't know what fact, but they want to tell us Vinny Pascantino is not ready. And it's like, well, how is he not ready? I mean, MJ Melendez wasn't ready. And look at him now. Emmanuel Rivera was nobody. He was a nothing prospect. And look at him now. So, there's a lot to say about this front office, and there are lots of things I want to be done. I've kind of embraced the uh, fire everybody movement. However, I don't want to talk about that today. Not specifically because I don't think that it's necessary to talk about. It is necessary to talk about, but we've got another episode that I, I've got another episode that I got to do on Friday, and we're only going to have one game to talk about because the Royals are going to be off this Thursday. And as they go into Friday's series, as they go home, I'm just somewhat betting on the chance of them doing something. Like someone in this front office, someone in this organization has to be fired. They have to. I would be, I know it's the Royals and I know that they like sitting on their hands a lot, but you are now the worst team in baseball. It should not matter how they feel about this team moving forward. What matters is that at this point, they are the worst team in baseball. They went into June as the worst team in baseball. This isn't even like 2017 where it's like you start off 10 and 20, but it's like, oh, well, we still got all this talent. You know, we could still turn this around. There's still time. It's still like the middle of May or whatever. It's June. It's no longer the beginning of the season. You are in the heat of the season now. And the team has only gotten worse, really. The team has gotten worse because when when Piccolo said we're still in this, what what was the team? Like 14 and 22 or something? I don't know. It just just gets worse and worse for the Royals. Someone has to be fired. I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's Matheny, if it's Piccolo, if it's Moore, um, if it's Cal Eldred. But someone has to go. All right? They have to. It doesn't matter how they feel doesn't matter how anyone feels someone needs to take a bullet at this point because really everyone is responsible 
And so I, I'm going to talk a little bit more about kind of what I want to see this front office or how I feel about basically all these guys in the front office and in, in the organization. But I feel like that'll be better for Friday when we just don't have as much game to talk about. Um, but I mean, if you do want other people to talk about it, like I said, Royals Weekly, Royals Rundown, David Lesky, like so many, like every Royals review, everybody in this, in this community is just saying all the same things, and I agree with them. I sign off on them. We are a unified community. Royals Farm, another great uh, place for Royals discussion. So many people are just saying the same things. We're all on the same page. I don't even say this to be like, oh, yeah, we're, we've just become this hive mind where everyone is just saying the same things. It's like, in a way, kind of, we have sort of become a hive mind where we have a vision of the team and we want to see this. And we have the same feelings about it, but uh, I don't know. It's just like what? What else? What else can we do? What? 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 What should we say? I kind of talked about this in the past, like having original ideas or whatever. But anyway, aside from things happening or not happening um, that are making the game that, that are making the Royals lose or whatever, however the team is being managed, there were actually a lot of roster moves that were made. Yesterday or the day before, um, not the ones that we want to see. Well, one of them's okay. Um, the first one, the one that is okay, is Kyle Isbell has returned, so that is always good. And they have optioned Brewer Hicklin in his place, which surprises me a little bit. Um, like wasn't like because we still have a uh, Dyron Blanco, and I think he's been playing less than Brewer Hicklin, and I don't even think. Blanco is on the 40-man roster, which, I mean, I guess it still makes sense, because, like, Blanco is here in place of Michael A. Taylor, which has been a, a bit, a kind of a point of discussion within the community, where no one seems to know what's happened with Michael A. Taylor. He's just disappeared. <laughs> like, the Royals haven't said anything about Michael A. Taylor um, lately, but I don't know. I don't know, dude. It's kind of weird. Uh, hope he's okay. Hope the COVID wasn't, like, that bad for him or whatever. But in any case, um, I don't know. I, I guess it doesn't matter too much because I don't think Blanco or Hicklin are, like, long-term pieces. They're, they might be, like, fourth outfielder type of types of players, but I don't see them as, like, main core pieces. So it's not really that big of a deal. It's it just something I was uh, expressing a little bit of a surprise about. So Kyle Isbell got a start yesterday. He actually had an RBI hit. So it's cool that he's already come back and make made an impact on this lineup. We love to see that. Um, left-handed pitcher Gabe Spire has moved to the injured list, as well as Matt Peacock. He is also on the injured list. They haven't said what happened to either of those guys, I don't think. But in their place, we have Arotis Vizcano. I probably butchered that. I apologize. He was called up right-handed pitcher as well as right-handed pitcher Jose Quas. Uh, Vizcano pitched on Monday's game and I think had a scoreless outing, so that's cool. And Jose Quas pitched yesterday, last night, and he also had a scoreless outing. And there's a really, really um, riveting story about Quas, about how he started in the Brewers system as a hitter, he was actually a, a, a hitter. I don't know what position he played. I don't remember. Um, but he was a hitter. Didn't really work out for him after a few years. So they converted him into a relief pitcher. 
but that wasn't going well for him either. So eventually they released him and he kind of gave up on baseball for a while. He just got a a regular day job, but his family still kind of kept a bit of passion for baseball, kind of kept him in it a little bit. And that ultimately led him to getting back into baseball and um, eventually signing with the Royals. So he's now here with us and he is in the major leagues. And that's pretty cool. That's just a, a really nice, fun, motivational story that you love to hear. And this guy, he has a he's a submarine type of pitcher, a guy who throws underhand. His fastball has some pretty annoying movement, which is awesome. I feel like any time we see a submarine pitcher or someone else with an otherwise unusual delivery, we should just automatically be fans of them. Just 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 instantly. Because it's cool. Submarine pitchers are cool. Um, I would like to see more of them. I liked Tim Hill a lot when he was around. Because I don't even think Tim Hill was like a traditional submariner. He had a very, very unique he just invented a, an entirely new uh, arm slot a delivery for himself where it was like a I, I don't even know it was like a between submarine and and sidearm I don't, I don't know it was weird it was really really weird but that made him a very very interesting and fun pitcher and ultimately we were able to get two interesting pieces from him we turned Tim Hill into Franchi Cordero who turned into Andrew Benintendi and then um Dylan Coleman who is on the roster now hasn't been pitching super well lately but he's on the roster now. I think that's cool. I think that's fun. So, yeah, Jose Quas, um, that was definitely the, the story of last night, I think. Um, and this otherwise uninspiring, um, just lame game. Um, a game that wasn't actually terrible for a bit. Um, we did have the usual... Royals first inning meltdown. Daniel Lynch took the mound, immediately gave up three runs in the first inning. So, yeah, that's a lot of fun. But then he uh, settled in for a little bit and then gave up three more runs in the third inning. So, yeah. But before that, before uh, the, before he gave up another three runs, the Royals did end up um, stringing together some hits in the second and third innings, um, making a bit of a comeback on these guys. And there, there was actually a, an opportunity to tie the game. Um, someone, I, I forgot who it was. I'm sorry, but someone got a hit and it, they, and Andrew Benatendi, oh, it was MJ Melendez. Yes, I remember. Cause the, just, he just screamed a ball into right field and Andrew Benatendi tried scoring from second was unfortunately thrown out at the plate, which is kind of a, a thing that backfires with exit velocity. It just makes the plays happen a bit quicker, and so that resulted in an out. I don't blame the Royals for trying. Um, good try. It wasn't an embarrassing play at the plate like we've seen a couple of times this season. So that could have scored the game, and unfortunately it didn't. It was instead 3-2, to two, but then it was 6-2, to two, and that was just it. The, the offense... At that point, shut off. When it was 6-2, to two, everyone gave up. And I don't blame them. I don't blame the lineup for just not showing up and not performing some days. Because it's just... Like, even if you do um, stage a comeback, even if you do put up some more runs, 
What's it going to mean? What's it going to matter if the bullpen is just going to give up a couple more later on? You know, you just cannot trust this pitching staff to keep you in the game. You really just can't. So even though it's been a really quiet week for the Royals bats for the last few days, um, I just don't blame them. I, I really don't. We're still getting three runs. Uh, you know, last three games have been three runs, which isn't, like, great. But if that's going to be a bad day for the Royals lineup at this point, I'll take that. I will take, th- th- you, know, you know, at least you're not getting, like, embarrassingly uh, blown out or something like that. Um, but what does, it, what does it matter? Who even cares at this point? Um, th- This is all just to say I don't blame the offense for really um, not – performing particularly well the past couple of days because if anything has been keeping the Royals like somewhat watchable and competitive over the last couple of days or last couple of weeks rather it has been the lineup it has been the offense which has significantly improved since the uh, new leadership with Alex Zumwalt it has been a it is he's turned this lineup from a one of the worst lineups in baseball into one of the better ones. So I'm not going to get too mad at anybody for not hitting particularly well unless their name's like Carlos Santana, but I don't even think we've seen him over the last couple of days. I don't know. My I'm kind of like uh I haven't like remembered too much of about these last couple of games because frankly I'm in the very tuned out stage of this season where it's like I I turn on a game and then something bad happens and it's like, well, I'm going to go, uh, I don't know, make a, make some tomato and cheese sandwiches and do some laundry. Maybe play a card game because I don't want to watch the Royals anymore. So I don't have the uh, laser-focused insight that I probably uh, would like to have, that I would like to deliver on this podcast. But what does it matter if the Royals are bad? Here's the, here's the laser-focused insight. The Royals are bad. The Royals are bad. We should be, uh, they should swap the A and the O in their name and become the Rails instead because this season has really gone off the Rails. You're welcome. So today, the Royals will play another game against the Cleveland Guardians. Brad Keller will take the mound. We would really love to see a better outing from Brad Keller because he has not pitched very well lately. Um, his he's a he has he has a five point four ERA um, throughout the month of May, but that also includes a scoreless start from May third. So take that away, and it's actually a six point eight five ERA. So, uh, yeah, his last four outings haven't been very uh, Brad Keller-ish. Hopefully, we can uh, get that going against a Cleveland offense that shouldn't be all that good. It's basically just Jose Ramirez and eight other guys. But, you know, we can't have a lot of things with the Royals. We can't expect a lot of things to go well with the Royals. The Guardians are going to send out a guy who misspelled Connor and then Pilkington. So this guy is made out of Pilk or something. That is disgusting. If we lose to this guy, we are officially trash. And everybody in this on this Royals team, everyone on the 26-man roster needs to film themselves downing a glass of Pilk 
as punishment. Unless the the offense scores like ten runs and we lose twelve to ten, in which case none of the none of the hitters have to do that. Okay, let's make that a let's make that a thing. That let's have that. How about that for some accountability? How about that for some uh, lessons to be learned in sucking at baseball? And then hopefully on Thursday, we will see some grand changes in this Royals front office and management because it is desperately needed. Whatever they're doing, it's not working because we are now 16 and 32. We have twice as many losses as wins. That's good for 110, not, not 110, 108 losses. 54 and 108. That's where we're going at this rate. It ain't good. And it needs to stop. Stop doing bad things. Just do good things. Just be better. Just stop losing games, forehead. Well, whatever happens, we will talk about it later on. I actually had more notes written here, but I uh, I guess I just forgot about them. Jonathan Heasley actually had a decent start um, on Monday. Only gave up three walks and had si- threw six innings, which is actually really good. Anyone who throws six innings is good in my books. And it was only at three runs. So we actually had a quality start. Yay for Jonathan Heasley. Pretty encouraging start, um, but it doesn't matter because the bullpen sucks. So we lost. Um, yeah, that's about it. So we'll talk about it whenever we get there. I'll see you on Friday. Thank you for listening to the Royal Deluxe Podcast. I would love to hear from you at Royal Deluxe Pod on Twitter or Royal Deluxe Podcast at gmail.com. Shout out to the Casey Royals subreddit that I have um, set on fire because it needs to happen. I just, I just I just felt like it deserved it. And um yeah, thanks for making this podcast a part of your day. I hope you're having a good one. Stay dry out there. Don't go outside cuz you might drown. And I'm Lux. Go Royals question mark. Uh